Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance for now. Carol, how you doing today, <laughs> Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It's been a great week here. It is January 22nd, 1999. It is. It's fun to say 1999. Is it? It's a lot of nines. Nines. (laughs) So it's like, no, no, no. September, exactly. September 9th, 1999 will be 9999. You're so weird. (laughs) But speaking of weird, uh, a lot of weird looking people in this episode of 90210 called Skin Deep. It's about beauty and, and objectification. Yeah. It's a very heady episode. Every storyline revolves around the idea of beauty and sex and all objectifying that stuff. women and misunderstandings. Three's company style misunderstandings, right? And after school show specials. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a weird episode. Yeah, it really was very, very weird episode. But go ahead, let's uh, you start where where you want to start, and I will. Make snide comments. So, Months is getting married. Months. They're bringing in months for this. Y'all remember, yes. (laughs) Whenever ratings dip, they bring in months. (laughs) And um, there's a new sex shop opening in town. So it's called um, Guilty Pleasures. We have one near where we live called Noir Leather. There's also the Brown Baggots. The brown baggots. Yeah, noir leather is uh, in downtown Royal Oak, for all of those who are not familiar with the area. Uh, And it's mostly, I mean, it's kind of a sex shop, but it's mostly like, I don't know, I would say alternative clothing and stuff like that. Like, you've got the the leather strappy stuff and everything, but it's like sexy stuff. Brown baggot is your more traditional sex shop where they have like... uh, Pornographic films, magazines, toys. sex toys, lubrications. All the stuff you need for a good night. <laughs> exactly. But you guys have heard of, uh, I think, like, Lover's Lane is a national chain, I think, or something like that, of sex shops. I think so. So, so all of you out there should probably have heard of Lover's Lane. Yeah. Or something similar. You know a sex shop when you see one. There's one downriver, but yeah. I don't know. Lover's Lane is a little more... Upscale? Light, light-hearted. Light well, Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> than some of the sex It's shops. like a Spencer's Gifts, but, but more With sexual. sex stuff, yeah. But, like, I like the uh, sex toy parties that, you know... Oh, do now, you? This is a... <laughs> this is the That's thing. when you and your girlfriends get to get together. Just... Uh, Can you make it sound worse? No. Like, it's like, you know, um, Pampered Chef. Tupperware parties. Tupperware parties. parties, But for sex toys. Yeah, I understand. And, like, I don't think they would ever do that in this crowd, in this show. Fuck no. (laughs) Like, it's like I'm, like, listening to them, and I'm like, oh, my God, what would they think of me as a person? Shit. Yeah, they're very uptight people. Wow. I mean, and they're from, like, California. I thought they were supposed to be the crazy place. But. Well, the problem is is that they're they're all young, attractive-looking people, but they're all being written. They're, all their dialogue is being written by, you know, 50-year-olds. Right. And they're all acting very insecure. Conservative people. Yeah. 
But yeah. So, yeah, Muntz is getting married, and they're going to have a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Even though Muntz's fiance does not like the idea of a bachelor party. Like, apparently no woman in, ever in time is supposed to like the idea of a bachelor party. Well, are we doing a, a bachelor-bachelorette party thing? What are we yeah. doing? Okay. I mean, I thought we were. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I thought we were going to do a combined bachelorette-bachelor party. Oh, come on. Those are stupid. <laughs> I agree. I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's like half the fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you sleep with your, your stripper on your time, you know. Well, nobody is sleeping with strippers now. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. I threw a bachelorette party for mm-hmm. a friend of mine. And at the last minute, because her fiance didn't want her to have it, like it became a combined bachelor bachelorette party. But I had gone all out with the penis theme. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, pinned the penis on the poster right. <laughs> like of the naked dude. And I made penis pasta salad, and we had penis gummies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he had to eat a penis cake. Yeah, and, and yes, and we had a penis cake, and uh, yeah, so all all the dudes he had over, I'm sure, were super comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. That is that I, I imagine torturing guys <laughs> by making them eat penis. <laughs> God, <laughs> way to make it sound uh, normal. So yeah, I mean, it's other than that, it's completely normal. <laughs> You know, it's funny that uh, for bachelorette party or for bachelor parties, guys don't, uh, you know, eat vagina shaped uh, fucking gummy bears. Oh, you guys don't eat oysters? And... <laughs> no. Oh, no, that's I've, disappointing. I've never slid open a kiwi. And... <laughs> no, it's mostly uh, chips, chips and dip. Yeah, but so you guys get real live women getting naked, yeah. so that's a little different. Like, we weren't going to have a stripper or anything. But some women do. Some women, I would have, but she didn't want one. Yeah, I know. I was forbidden. Yeah, but you're going to have one for your bachelorette party. So Hell yeah. We'll talk all about it. <laughs> um, So, wh- how did the Playboy magazine get brought into the bachelor party talk? I don't understand that. It's the, f- it was like the first thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I think Kelly just comes downstairs and she's like, "Look what I found in your fucking room." So it was just and a quinky dink. Yeah, it's okay. a play. It's a play pen magazine. Yeah, because it has to not exist. Exactly. They couldn't. Uh, they. I guess Hugh Hefner. I don't. I, don't, I think Aaron Spelling and Hugh Hefner know each other. I think so. I, I don't know. I don't know why he couldn't just say, "Hey, Hugh." Yeah. Let me use your magazine. But whatever. So. They have the magazine, and she's all offended that he owns it. Kelly He's like, doesn't it's, like it. He tries to say, I think, that it's research. It's research, because there's a new sex shop opening up, and he, they're going to write about it for the Beverly Beat. But then later, he says that he bought it before they got together. Yeah, so he lied. Yeah. So, whatever. Um. So, she's all got her panties in a twist, because he owns, you know, pornographic material. And she says that it's like, it's like cheating, and it's like, she, it's objectifying of women, and... And all that stuff. She's very feminist against the idea of pornography. You know, like, I, I, I get what you're saying, Kelly, and I get why she in particular is paranoid because he did cheat on her. Yeah. But, like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get as upset about it. It's like, whatever. It's... So if I look at pornography, it doesn't upset you? No. She's like, I I hate how, like, she's like, those airbrushed. I mean, they are airbrushed, but she's like, those airbrush photos and everything. She's like, I. Why aren't I good enough or whatever? You know. And first of all, like, uh, Jeannie Garth, you are. 
Like, she's so fucking amazingly hot. Like, of course, no man would be like, oh, I need porn if I'm going home to that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a stupid insecurity for her to have. Yeah. And then all Brandon says is it's a guy thing. Which is not addressing her concern, really. No. I assume what he's what he's talking about is, like, the variety. Like, seeing different women naked or whatever, I guess. Is that is that a thing? Is that why you need to look at porn? It's a f- I don't need to look at porn. <laughs> I don't know why we're... Do, do you think I look at porn too much? No. Yeah, because I don't. No. I, I barely do. Um, but... I think I've heard other guys say that. I've heard other guys talk about the variety angle and stuff. So they get bored looking at the same woman. Some people do, yes. No matter how pretty she is. Yeah. I've heard uh guys talk about fantasy or thinking about other women or whatever, like celebrities and stuff, while with their the people that they're with. And I mean, it's a thing, you know. Yeah. Doesn't matter how pretty uh, they are. Some, some, I do believe some guys are just wired that way. I'm not, thank God, but I do, but I do think that some guys are. Do you think those guys are more likely to cheat? No, not necessarily. I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, maybe, but I wouldn't. Uh, the 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 couple guys I'm thinking about haven't cheated. Um, but uh, I mean, I guess maybe that's a possibility, but. You'd have to do more in-depth research on it than that. I mean, I Brandon think... is a cheater, so. Yeah, I mean, that's true. So Everyone on the reason. show is pretty much, though. That's also true, except for uh, the women. Not, I mean, the women well, don't cheat, Kelly, the men do. Kelly cheated on some guy she was with, I think, didn't she? I don't think so. Yeah, she, she cheated on Dylan, right, with Brandon. Did she? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, I guess so. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, so so that's going on, and then yeah, Brandon wants to write an article about this sex shop that's mm-hmm. you know going into town, and there's people like picketing, and so it's like this big like moral issue. Um, I refuse to believe, by the way, that this is the first sex shop in Los Angeles. Right? We're not eight years behind on the show. <laughs> we're less than a year. So they're we're in 1999 right now. They're in 1998. And in ni- you're telling me in 1998, that's the first sex shop to open up in Los Angeles? Fucking, it could be a break. Yeah. I mean, Fredericks of Hollywood is a lingerie place, not a sex shop, but like a lot of sex stuff there, too. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. there's tons of sexual stuff in Los Angeles. That's it's what known sells. for that. So, yeah. Um, the boys go and check out this shop together. Yeah. And David is filling a basket because earlier in the day he catches Valerie reading like I don't know I think it's well like she's supposed I think it's supposed to be like a Cosmo or whatever yeah Valerie's reading reading a woman's magazine and she's like hey you know I think um sometimes we could use a little more romance in our relationship or whatever let's go to a bed and breakfast for the weekend and spend time together yeah just like something romantic and he's like oh okay and then he looks over and the article opened is how to rev up your sex life or whatever. So now he's freaking out because he thinks that she's bored with their sex life. Mm-hmm. So he's filling a basket with items at this sex store, like edible underwear. Yeah, no terrible woman items. wants a man to bring her edible underwear. No, I can't. I don't even understand the, I don't understand the appeal of that. Like, here's um, uh, a stitched together Fruit Loop. Uh <laughs> wear that 
How long are you supposed to wear that for? I feel like that would give you an infection. Like, are you supposed to put that on just before sex? Or, like, are you supposed to wear that all day? Like, Get it nice and sweaty. <laughs> I've never actually seen these things. Have you? Yeah, I've seen a pair of edible underwear before. So like, I have not eaten a pair of edible underwear off anybody. <laughs> I've not seen anyone actually wear uh, uh, edible underwear. But I've seen outside of the package what it looks like. And it's like a Fruit Loop. That's what it looked like to me, and I, I can't I can't say all of them are like that, but that's what it looked like to me. It looked like, yeah, a Fruit Loop unrolled, but like stitched together in a way to where it looks like thong underwear. So wouldn't it, ew, I'm just thinking about the food part going in the butt. Um, wouldn't it be kind of like a, a dental dam then? No, you literally eat it off. So... That's kind of creepy. You eat it, you like you 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 bite it, chew no, it. No, no, you don't want any biting or any teeth in that area. No, and you know, and swallow it. And Absolutely not. And then I and I and presumably then I guess you know uh, go to town down there. But yeah, but why? That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like he he buys. It's very clear he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, because he buys the shittiest things. He gets oyster oil. Yeah, he said that, and I was like, are you supposed to eat that? Because I know, like, oysters are supposed to be aphrodisiacs or whatever, but then it's it's a massage oil, so it's like, okay, does it smell like oysters? If so, ew. Ew, yeah. Like, or do they just call it that, and it's just, like, regular massage oil? Because regular massage oil is fine. Right. It, my guess is it's regular massage oil, because she didn't make it, ew, it smells bad face. Right. But yeah, he starts, like, rubbing her back with it, which, that could be considered kind of romantic. Yeah. Yeah, but, but then, she looked weirded out the whole time, which I thought was a little much. Well, then he pulls out a giant wooden phallic-shaped thing with a ton of, like, very large rings around it. And she goes, what the hell is that? <laughs> it was hilarious. It looks like a roller, like a bread roller almost, but with all the knobs and stuff. Exactly. And I just imagine what she was, where she was thinking <laughs> that close. <laughs> And he starts rubbing her. Well, back he goes. With it. He goes. Just <laughs> relax. Trust me. <laughs> just not what you want to hear in that situation. Oh. But then, yeah, he starts to rub her back with it. And you can see her face. She's like, "Oh, well, this is too hard." You know, <laughs> she did not enjoy that. And she's like, "I've got to go to work." And she goes, "Is there anything else under that bed I should be afraid of?" <laughs> it was a really funny. Scene. It was. It was funny. But. uh but yeah, so they don't end up having sex that time. Right. Because mm. she's got to go to work in the morning or whatever. And then if we want to finish up with, with their storyline real quick, she comes in in a fucking, speaking of Fredericks of Hollywood, right. in this like tight, bustier, lingerie type thing. Jaw-dropping, mm. amazing black lingerie, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, thank you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she's got she's got her own bag with... Uh, Something called a sex, uh, a sex leash. I think she yeah, it. a love leash. Love leash, and then a tickle whip and stuff. And he's body like, litter. Yeah, and, and she's like, it's glow in the dark or whatever. And he's like, you're into this stuff. And she's like, yeah, if you are. And he's like, yeah, yeah, this is cool, but I don't know. I gotta get up early and write jingles. <laughs> And he just leaves her standing there holding this stuff, wearing that, you know, amazing piece of lingerie. Your reaction to this was <laughs> hilarious. You're like, has he lost his goddamn mind? You were like, let me trade places with you. Right? 
No, but seriously, like all he had to say is, no, I'm not into that stuff. Now get over here. Mm-hmm. And they would have had nice sex. <laughs> But instead, it's time for nice sex with <laughs> Tiffany Amberthies. <laughs> instead, she looks all sad and hurt, yeah. and you know, rejected. And there's no reason for her to ever look like that, especially uh, when wearing something like that. I know she just needs you to <laughs> to just you know comfort her, exactly, give her kisses, <laughs> make her feel better. Um. So then they end up. In the woods, why? Yeah, well, they're just going hiking. Yeah. They're doing their, their hiking thing or whatever because they're nature lovers, I guess. And they finally have a conversation. The whole time I'm saying, talk to each other, have a yeah. conversation. Exactly. That's the biggest thing missing in this whole episode is that nobody's talking to each other, really, except Brandon and Kelly because they argue. Well, Brandon and Kelly, yeah, they're not they're not actually talking to each other like people. Right. At one point, Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Ginny Garth or Kelly and uh, Valerie have a conversation mm-hmm. where it's like, this is the conversation you should be having with your significant others. Yeah. Talking about how like they feel like they're not part of the guy's fantasy lives or only mm-hmm. like good for, you know, their real life. And it's like, if they said that, then the guys could be like, well, no, like, you know, you are part of the fantasy or let's make it part of the fantasy right. or whatever. And they would probably feel better. But yeah, so they're hug, they're hiking and she's like, I think we should talk about last night. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I feel really bad and and everything. And he's they start saying like, you know, if you're she goes, if you're bored with our sex life, you know, like let's talk about what we can do. And he's like, I'm not bored. I think it's great or whatever. He's like, you're the one reading those articles. She's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? She's like that magazine, you know, with the with the girl with the yellow bikini on the front. <laughs> I do think that that's funny. That's his that's his point of reference. Right. He noticed that girl in the yellow bikini. Uh, but she's like, yeah, I was reading my horoscope. I'm an Aries. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, you didn't think our relationship needed to. All right. She's like, you thought I was reading that article or whatever. Sex, like jump, jump start your sex life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So then they, they make up, they kiss and they fuck on the trail. Yeah. Which like, is, seems yeah. kind of dirty, but whatever. <laughs> they looked happy. A dusty trail. No. So they finally get to have sex. Yep. Yay for them. Um, Kelly and Brandon are annoying and yes. fighting the whole time. That's all they do is fight. Their relationship is just defined by fighting. It is garbage, and they need to break up. <laughs> like, it's just, they irritate me so much. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I don't even know much to say about it. It's just like, she's just constantly telling him how... Well, she, it all starts because she goes to her mom. We get we get the, oh, the, yeah. the, the one-season appearance of her mom. Every season, the, the actress comes back for one... For one scene. Right. But she's like, I'm getting a facelift because of the 40% off for people over 40. So it's like, okay, great. But <laughs> she's like, she's getting a facelift. And then the um, the little sister who's seven, Erin, she's like, I want to I want a snack. Do we have any frozen yogurt? What's the lowest calorie frozen yogurt? At seven. That's disgusting. And she's like, I don't want to eat ice cream because it's fattening. Like kids need fat. Yeah. They're, so uh, just a, a PSA out there. And I'm not a doctor. So don't take <laughs> uh, don't you know take this with a grain of salt or, or whatever. But fat is fuel for your brain. Your brain. Your brain's mostly fat. And your brain runs primarily, the the fuel that your brain prefers 
is mostly uh well mostly carbohydrates really but like uh to grow is fat you, you fat they, that's why they say for babies breast milk and then a- after you wean them off breast milk over whole milk full fat milk mm-hmm. they need fat for their the like fat for brain growth is huge so you know you don't need to like overdose or whatever on fat but like children especially children growing until they get to be you know like 18 19 or whatever need a decent amount of fat in order yeah. to support brain growth and so for their brain especially through uh um, they're different developmental levels uh, as they're really young because it's very important for brain development. Uh, so, yeah, that's not a thing you should worry about. And kids tend to need a lot more calories because it's they have human growth hormone r- like raging through yeah. their body as they they like triple in size in a year. I mean, like it's they need a lot. Yeah, children should not be worried about gaining weight because they're going to. Yeah, they should. They should be gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, like, I don't think that you should overfeed your child. I, I think I think you can certainly go too far in the wrong direction. Sure. But I don't think that shouldn't be... The child shouldn't even be thinking about that. For sure. Honestly, that should be the parents silently making those decisions, making uh, good, healthy decisions for their food decisions for their kids, and the kid's not even thinking about it. Yeah. yeah kids should not be thinking about that kind of stuff. So, yeah, seven. Kelly's very upset because she doesn't think her mom needs a facelift. Her, right. her little sister's worried about her weight. And all, then, all, gen, all valid, valid things. Yeah, and then on top of that with the Play Pen magazine and the sex uh-huh. shop, you know, it, it, it's all hitting at the wrong time for yeah. her. But see, she piles, she goes too far, though. She goes overboard with it, and she's like, you know, women just feel objectified and, and this, like, unrealistic ideal and stuff like And all that stuff's right. Like, all that stuff is correct. There's an unrealistic ideal of what women should look like. Mm-hmm. And if we look at... I don't follow fashion or anything like that that much, really. But if we look at the difference between the beginning of this decade, of the 90s, and, and towards the end of it, at the very beginning, you have, like... I mean, you know, in like the earliest to mid '90s, you've got like Kate Moss and Callista Flockhart. I mean, she's still kind of popular on that Ally McBeal show, uh-huh. but like you get people like that, right? And um, I'm trying to think of some of the other models, but that 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 heroin chic look, you know, mm-hmm. very emaciated kind of models, right? Now we're getting we're getting away from that more. To more curviness, and hopefully that's a a trend that you know continues to you know just yeah. to showcase more healthy looking people. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of where where Donna's storyline takes us because mm-hmm. she's creating a catalog for her own designs, right? So that people will know how great her designs are and they'll buy them. And she has an assistant who this is. I, I don't like this storyline. It's kind of ridiculous. I yeah. feel, I mean, like. I knew you'd have a lot to say about this. I feel like they're trying to do a public service, but they're failing. So, hers, 100%. Like, I want to talk about the scene where they talk about it because that's 100%. That's, that's comical. But, yeah. So, her assistant um, gets yelled at because she dropped some of the clothes on the floor. Yeah. And, and Donna fucking freaks out. Yeah, on she her. she yells on her. And, and uh, what's 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 Noah? That's his yeah, name. Yeah, the Muppet. He's <laughs> <laughs> He's like, 
Today's word is bitch. <laughs> no, he says to Donna, he's like, uh, hey, uh, how many clothes did she drop? One clothes, two clothes, three clothes. Ah, ah, ah. No, she says, Donna, uh, don't you think you were a little harsh on her yelling at her like that? She's like, oh, yeah, you're right. So she goes to apologize to her. And we see that this woman has gone into the bathroom, pulled out a razor and cut herself and that she has a bunch of cuts all over her arms. Yeah. On on the very, like her forearm, very easily seen, (laughs) just like all in a straight line, all this going the same way. And then she's, you know, I mean, she is covering it with a long sleeve, like cardigan, whatever. Sure. But she's bleeding. Yeah. And she doesn't even, like, put a bandage on. I I, I was under the impression, and I, again, I could be wrong. This is more your field of expertise than mine. But I was under the impression that it was sort of, like, highly ritualistic, mm-hmm. the cutting practices and stuff. Like, s- similar places, um, you know, like, pl- I mean, physical places. And then... You know, cutting in in different places where it's uh, more covered and and things like that and everything. And I mean, it uh, the wrist, the lo- the lower arm that's fine. Like I'm not saying that. that oh, it's fine. Okay, cutters out there. That's fine. <laughs> I'm saying like people do cut there. Yeah. Um. A lot of times though, it's also like the thighs or like places higher up that are more easily hidden. That, but that's more kind of what I'm thinking of, I suppose. Um. But what's funny about this, and there's nothing funny about cutting everybody, but listen to some jokes. Uh, what's funny about this is she's talking about, she she starts bleeding. The assistant starts bleeding, and she bleeds on some of the clothes. And Donna's like, oh, my God, you're bleeding. And she looks, and she's like, it's a lot of cuts. What's going on? And she's like, my cat is uh, just cutting me. I have a kitten. And, and they scratch. He's, it's a scratcher. And she's like, you can see she doesn't believe it the whole time. Mm-hmm. But so she she's talking to Noah and Don, and uh, herself, Donna, and Kelly. <clears throat> and I think somebody else is there. Well, I feel like there's one other person there, but maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, so she's talking about it. And she's like, yeah, she says it's from her cat, but like. I don't know. It didn't look like a cat scratches to me. And she's like, oh, you don't believe her? And she goes, no. And all of a sudden, Kelly, and I knew it was going to be Kelly because, you know, she's, <laughs> she's the, one the psychologist. Yeah. Yeah. Study, I don't, she's not a psychologist. Or social worker but, or whatever. Yeah, she studied psychology or whatever. She goes, let me ask you a question. Uh, is she like a people pleaser? Like kind of down or something? She does this like thing or whatever. She's like, yeah, perfect assistant. Hates herself and uh, <laughs> wants to make me happy. Uh, and she's like, oh. She's like, well, you know, I could be wrong, but those those are signs of someone that likes to cut themselves to, and then and like <laughs> Noah's like cutting. What's that? Like <laughs> the worst act because he's not a good actor. The worst acting in the world, and just like the way it's written, it's so filmed like a uh, like I I expected Kelly to turn right to the camera, like for to turn away from the other two actors and look right down the barrel of the camera and be like. Well, you see, cutting is way. Yeah, total after school special. Because that's what she does. She mm-hmm. goes through an explanation of exactly what cutting is and the psychological reasons for it and everything, which may or may not be accurate. And then they move on with the show. But yeah, I don't know. I just it just seems like really unbelievable that she's at, at work and what this and, and what bleeding the, on the clothes exactly. <laughs> and what this triggers when Donna hears this, it triggers. Donna's superhero, 
Mm-hmm. Rich white woman. <laughs> it's rich white woman to the rescue. <laughs> and like she tries to talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Totally denies it. Which, you know, of course, she's not going to admit it. Sure. And then she continues to bring it up just like throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Like she gets rejected by a guy and Donna's like, you're beautiful and, and touches her and goes, don't cut yourself. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like that would make me run away and never come back. She really does too. Like she's, uh, the girl's like, yeah, so I'm thinking about getting some bagels. And she's like, that's true. That's bagels are good. Don't, uh, don't use the bagel knife to cut yourself. <laughs> She really does bring everything back to that all through the day. And then she goes, she walks right into her dressing room mm-hmm. while she's sitting there. And she's like, hey, what's up, Cutter? <laughs> and then they have a conversation. She's like, you should get some help. Yeah. So she tells her, you know, get therapy or whatever. I don't need therapy. But then later in the episode, she's like, I'm going to get therapy. Yeah. Because rich white woman is, you know, of course. cute. Well, and then Donna also, she's like, you know, this these models and, and this, you know, unrealistic portrayal of women, uh, you know, is bad. So my catalog is going to have real women wearing my clothes. And all those women look fine. Yeah. And I'm sorry, this assistant is fucking beautiful. Right. Like, I thought it was crazy when she's like, you know, looks don't matter. Donna mm. says to her, like, is she fugly? Right. She's not. Yeah, she like it's so funny because uh yeah, Donna's like, you know what, we're not gonna have uh fucking uh size zero uh models doing these. We're gonna have size four models doing <laughs> We're gonna have real women like you with your blonde hair and skinny hips. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But yeah, she she hires her assistant along with these other women. Mind you, this woman again has a bunch of bleeding cuts all mm-hmm. over her arms, right. but we're gonna have her model the clothes. <laughs> That's true. A lot of those clothes were like strapless, armless stuff. Right. Like, t- did you make a special outfit for her, Donna? Instead of care, <laughs> she's got one sleeve, <laughs> one, 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 one sleeveless side, one sleeved side. Oh my god! Instead of heroin, she gets cutter chic. But yeah, I mean, like, she this, poses with a razor blade. This girl, uh, yeah. She I, she did not seem like a uh, typical cutter to me. What did you think about the photographer, which was the guy that like she was supposed to be like, oh, my God, he's so cute. I mean, he was cute. He seemed like an asshole. He, I guess, cute-ish. He looked like a caveman. <laughs> did he? He looked like a handsome caveman. It was so cringy to watch them, too. Like, um, Donna says, hey, I can tell you like him. You should invite him to the After Dark on Thursday. They have a reggae concert. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a great show. Um, and when he comes over, she's like, hey, Thursday at the After Dark, they're having a reggae concert. And he's just like, oh, sounds like a plan. Yeah, they didn't really make a date. He, yeah, she didn't ask him. He didn't agree. But she thinks they have a date now. Yeah. I do love, though, that Donna's like, hey, uh, you should go to the After Dark, the place where my uh, my boyfriend and the girl he raped works. Yep, that's how because, she... Because apparently Valerie just works there again. Yeah. Yeah, that's Because she talked about having to like like do things for the After Dark or whatever. So it's like, that all just got resolved off screen, I guess. Did she ever get that money? I don't know. What the know. fuck? 90210. She must... If the right, any of the writers are listening to this show... <laughs> explain things don't just let like don't just let storylines just drop and never pick them up again 
Oh, and by the way, I guess Dylan's married to Brenda. Oh, yeah, they brought that up, too. Because Mutz is getting married, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're the whatever, the second one, first, blah, blah, then Dylan. Mm-hmm. Because so. I can't, I think they can't count the one where he got married and then his wife got his wife got killed immediately, right? Well, actually, I think they could. I mean, yeah, sure, he got married, but then she was murdered instantly. Poor Noxima girl. Yeah, she got her revenge in Urban Legend or whatever. So. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, so I think that's all the lines of story. I think so. I mean, oh, Steve. Oh, God. Yes, yeah, Steve. Steve Steve's is so pathetic after his his assistant or whatever. The one that he blew off last episode, the one that he took to a dance and then abandoned to go fuck somebody else in the locker room. Yeah. Now he's trying to get her back. And she keeps rejecting him because she has self-respect. Yeah. This character is written with a modicum of self-respect and, and uh, you know, uh, self-awareness. Well, and what piques his interest is her talking about how she's like has no sexual hang up. She's comfortable with sex. She was raised by hippies. Yeah. So he's like, oh, sex? You want sex? <laughs> oh, let's do this now. Right. Exactly. And she's like, yeah, with uh, the right person and walks mm-hmm. away. What did you think of the stripper at Muntz's uh, striptease place? What did you think of the stripper? I thought she was hot. Yeah, me too. I just I was curious because <laughs> you asked me stuff like that, and then I answered, and then I was like, yeah. But because you were talking about <clears throat> uh, you were talking about Valerie and her uh, yeah. lingerie. Valerie's hotter. The, yeah, I agreed. Um, I didn't like this scene though because Brandon and Steve are there watching her. Brandon's like, I'm gonna interview her after this. And as they're watching her, and he's babbling about what he's going to interview her about, he's like, mm, maybe not. Like, what? Right. Now she's not a person anymore because she gave you a boner? Exactly. Fuck you, Brandon. Exactly. Fuck you. That really made me mad. I thought that was, yeah. That, I thought that was just proof of what Kelly was saying. Yeah. So it's like, I think the show is on the side of sex is dirty, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. But... Yeah, that was... And I don't know why they had to wrap cutting up into this episode. Like, there was enough heaviness Yeah, with the uh, objectifying and the, you know, pornography without... Why are we also bringing up cutting at the same time? Seriously. I also think it's fine to not have, like, a personal connection to a stripper. Like... Sure. I mean, like, I don't uh, go to to a restaurant and I'm like, I need to know everything about my waiter. Or waitress. But you're not a reporter. If you were doing a story about the restaurant, you no, 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 would. No, 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 I'm on your side, Carol. Relax. Okay. Relax. <laughs> okay. I'm on your side. I think what he said is stupid and shitty. Okay. But what I'm saying is, I guess sometimes it's okay to objectify people. Oh. Uh, because, like, you objectify your waitstaff or whatever, right? I mean, if you want to look at that as objectifying. Like, they're there for a purpose, their purpose is to serve you food. That's like their job. And you don't need to know everything about them. You don't need to connect with them on a human level in order for that interaction to take place. I mean, no, you don't need to connect to them on a human level, I guess. But it's nice saying, to treat them like people and well, no, I'm not saying don't tip tre- them. And- well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not saying don't treat them like people. I'm saying, like, I think I'm explaining myself incorrectly. I think so. I'm saying, like, I wouldn't say to myself, if if we went to a restaurant and we we were being waited on by a waiter, I wouldn't think to myself, I need to know everything about this man. What's his name? What's his hopes? What's his dreams? You know, like, I wouldn't think I would need to know any of that. I would feel the same about my dentist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 
Although sometimes you get a chatty dentist and you find out all the stuff. That's what I'm saying. Especially the hygienists. They talk a lot. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. So sometimes I think sometimes it's okay to go to a strip club and just be, you know, whatever, aroused by a stripper and that's fine. Well, you don't need to know everything about them. Of course. And if you want to call that objectification, I, I mean, I guess it is. I don't know. But like, I think that's fine. Yeah, as long as you're not treating them poorly and it doesn't translate over to the way that you interact with and look at all women. Correct, yes. That's the problem. Yes. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, you shouldn't treat anyone subhuman. I mean, that's just, I think that's basic fucking decorum. Sure. But anyway, uh, that's your lesson of decorum this week. <laughs> Tip your is, strippers and waitresses. Yeah, there you go. That is the, that is the episode. Uh, Carol... Tell people where they can find the best strippers. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.